Welcome back to the Firebox Podcast. I'm your host, Connor White, with co-host Aiden Ford. Aiden, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? All right. We have quite literally the nicest person I've ever met from a different school. We have former South Glens Falls class president, um, weightlifting fanatic. This dude knows everything about everything when it comes to sports and athleticism. Joey middle name johnson joey how you doing i'm good how are you i'm great so just some background uh about joey johnson joey is a lacrosse player currently not committed to a college but i will say this man is the best lacrosse player i know that is not committed to a school currently let's run through the stats joey is five six which I think is the sole reason he's not committed to a school um, because he's, he's a I'm defender now, and defenders should be tall and he's short. But this man, Joey, runs a 4-4-40, if I'm correct. Yeah, 4.4. Four uh, four, yeah. What's your squat PR? Um, I haven't PR'd in a minute, but last like big set, I had a 305 for five. That wasn't a big deal. 275 for 11. That was impressive for reps. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, deadlift. Deadlift, oh straight bar. I've hit, I've hit a four hundred five, but I haven't dead, I haven't straight bar in a while. So that's I'm impressive. Get, I'm that is that one. very impressive. He probably got like a four twenty with the hex bar. <laughs> oh, on Bench? the hex yes, bar, then five plates. Oh, oh, Ooh. yo, five plates. What's 495. that? Four ninety five. Yeah, four ninety five. <laughs> Jesus, bench. Uh, bench. I'm up in that two sixty five ish. Two sixty five. You clean. I don't clean right now, bro. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm holding off for a little bit. You got to keep the that. back, like, nice and flexible, so I'm yeah, more for focused sure. on the stretching right now. For so. sure. Anyways, so you are going to play college lacrosse, possibly? Yeah. Is that what possibly. you want to do? I'll say possibly for right now. Um, Talk us through that, your your journey. I mean, you know, growing up playing, I played probably every position. I mean, everyone does, right? So, right. I mean... I play defense, I play LSM, and, you know, I, I have fun with it, just running around and having a football mentality, which was hard because, like, a lot of guys that come in with a football wrestling mentality are just, like, so prone to, like, wanting to go get business done, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just wanted to kind of figure out who I was on the field, and I was already a really big football kid, and I ended up getting hurt in football, so lacrosse became my main sport, and that is how it became my main sport. And not a lot mm. of people know that, but cracked my three vertebrae in my back, that was kind of nuts, and that kind of changed up how I did things. And, yeah, I don't regret it, though, at all. So in the process where I'm going to find a school, I'm just trying to think, like, even if I got hurt again, I'd be like, oh, this is going to be a nice fit. So mm-hmm. I remember the first time I met you was at a tournament in Gilderland, and we were both in about seventh grade. Uh, I started lacrosse in fifth grade, and I sucked. Came in sixth mm-hmm. grade and scored 50 goals only because I was bigger than everybody um, weight-wise. You know, I was chubby <laughs> as hell. <laughs> and we play South Glens Falls at this tournament in Gilderland. And this this dude who is built as hell, he's just big, just overall big. Joey Johnson comes up to me, and he has to guard me. Um, there's a ground ball, which is where the ball is on the ground, obviously. And we're literally just shoving each other and not even going for the ball. And we both got <laughs> three-minute penalty. Actually, might have been five minutes. Yeah, and then funny. my da- everybody on the sideline is like talking to my dad like, who is this guy messing with your kid? My dad's like, I don't know come to find out it's the legend joey johnson and ever since then joey and i have uh led led the uh the capital district for lacrosse well wait hold on 
so remember when I was managing the your JV lacrosse team or whatever? Yes. Was he on? Yeah. So he was on that team that we played. Oh, so do you remember that comeback, bro? <laughs> Wait, basically, yeah, kind of break it. In freshman year, we played you at yeah. Queensberry, okay, yeah, and you guys were winning eight to four yeah, with five back. minutes left in the that. fourth quarter. <laughs> that was and hype. I scored was like, four goals and had the game-winning assist, and we won nine eight. My coach didn't put me on you, right? Really he didn't upset. want he didn't want you on me because then you were supposed to slide every time to me. Yeah. I believe. Yep. Um, that was we, so hype. Then we played at your school and. Lost. Uh, I got the ball in overtime, and my whole body froze when I was about to shoot it. So I lost the ball. You guys went down and scored, and I cried. Um, terrible way to end the season, losing to a team we, I don't, I don't think we should have. But <laughs> then, then we go into sophomore year. Joey and I are the only two sophomores in the Foothills uh, Council to be named All Team. For yeah. the league, I was second team. I was a or the honorable f- mention, I think. But maybe still. the so like I was the fourth best attackman in the uh, council, and then you were an honorable mention LSM or defender. Yeah. I was think I was listed at LSM that year. Yeah, which so is funny. This this guy is insane. I remember he he ran all the way down the field against us. Um, he, he's just he's literally faster than everybody, and he's stronger than everybody too. Um, absolutely insane, and. Uh, we didn't have a season last year, but but this year we will, yeah. and I am assuming you will have to guard me. I'll hopefully get the and guards, I bro. I really Favorite just want to butt heads with you in exactly. like a non homosexual way. Whoa, Whoa. <clears throat> it's it's literally like just two bulls in a china shop just ramming heads, um. But it's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you look at our history together, and like I mean, just plan wise, like. You gotta remember, like those are like the best memories I have, like in the yeah. sport. I mean, I've I've been an ass, and I do a group, like I do a, a group on Tuesdays where I like talk to other athletes on how to improve your skills and stuff. And I'm not an outstanding athlete by any means, but I like to go and I like to show up the things, and I like, and then, you know, that's half the battle showing up. But mm-hmm. someone asked me what my favorite memory is, and I said getting my ass kicked by hmm. a kid from Queensbury all the time, because then when I get in a situation where the game is on the line. I don't want to get my ass kicked, and yeah. neither does he. Mm-hmm. So it is literally a dogfight because I know how hard you've worked, and you know how hard I've worked, but neither of us will tell each other that. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the beauty of it, man. You get someone with the same mentality wanting to fight you 24-7. It doesn't matter what sport it is. You're, mm-hmm. you're there to put on a show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you are the definition of wanting to go and put on a show. When I st- walk on the field, first thing is, I'm like, I'm going to put on a show. If I'm losing, I'm yes, like, I'm going to put on a show. And that you got the same mentality, so you know what? if you find someone that has that same drive, you gotta train with them. And me and you train all the time, but you gotta train with them because they will kill you. He is a murderer on the field, and now it's my turn. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. that's how we go back and forth. So let's let's say we do. Uh, so we play this year. Let's say we do. Uh, a, I dodge on you fifteen times in the game. What what's the ending result? You I think? mean, I'm a, I'm not I'm, like Draymond said. You got to think you're gonna do the best ever. So I I hope I take it away 15 times. If I'm being realistic, I'm hoping that each each time you go a different way because that'd be no fun if you went left or right the same time. And I know you yeah. won't because you got a lot of changeups in there. I think if you're going, you're gonna get two, two, two if out you, of 15. Two out of I no I personally think I lock you down. But I mean, if the slide's not there, then you got two. You got to. That's not calling you out, but I'm telling you right now, dude. I you're 
practicing i'm gonna get like get a little bit more in tune with my skills i just gotta i don't want to lose to you at all and i know you're gonna you're gonna come and probably shove them down my throat and we're gonna smile at each other after but i'm telling you i'm gonna give you the best game yeah. i'm gonna give you the best game you've ever had i'll promise it now but that's not being cocky i'll be mm. humble connor has humbled me many times before but i'm just here to give you a good game i think that's my job since you're gonna go and play higher I mean, that's the friendship we have. I have to give you the best game before yeah. you leave. So Joey is the best long stick midfielder in the five one eight, no doubt in my mind. Mm. Um, for our grade, mm-hmm. he we were both on the uh, Adirondack team for the New York State Championships, and that we both didn't play much because uh, we're from up north and nobody likes kids from up north. <laughs> and there, it's like it's like how we view Skylerville, okay. um, but people yeah. from Albany look at us like that. But uh, yeah, man, you you saying that I'm getting two for fifteen, you you're actually kind of pissing me off. Dude, <laughs> honestly, that's how that's how gonna, it is every time. But I mean, uh, that's that's my job. That's my job. Bro. Yeah, you do your job well, cause then you make me work hard, man. But I th- my trainer's been calling me like the R word because of how much I've been in in the back room in the gym the just R-word? working on my stuff. Yeah, the one that Seamus said that, oh, that we don't why? like. Because, like, it's not smart with how much oh. I'm doing, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to overdo it all the time. I mean, we're jumping it, but, I mean, overtraining we can talk about today. And yeah. I don't think, okay. I don't see, I don't think you are, but I think you also kind of can get to that point. But, which I have been yeah. there, too, so. I think mm-hmm. that speaks to, I think, like, any person, not only, like, talking about athletics, but any person that wants to be the best in their field, uh, it takes... A certain type of person that wants to constantly play around with pushing that limit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i know all of us i'm sure all of us you know i guess decent athletes in our respective field i know all of us kind of push the boundaries of what we know we're physically capable of and that's how you get the best out of yourself yeah Yeah. you know you gotta like you gotta make the mistakes and everything like that to um really find out where you are you know what i mean find you yeah, you can't just be like, I don't know, you can't just be like, oh, that's like good enough. You got to constantly and you get sometimes you get stung, but, yeah. you know, sometimes you, you can push a little bit farther. It's yeah. a fact. That's definitely a fact. Yeah. Um, so I want to get into. So clearly, I guess it's kind of clearly we if you looked at us, like if you just saw us walking around, I feel like we don't look like the most genetically yeah. gifted yeah. right i mean that's yeah. not like an insult but i feel like that's fair <laughs> no, to say I, right I yeah so i guess what does it so i think it's i think it's pretty fair to say that you know we've all to a certain degree worked for everything we have i i think it'd be wouldn't it be a stretch to say like you know we weren't really necessarily gifted and yeah. right. in our at least at least our respective fields i mean i guess a little bit but i i'd say it's a lot more hard work and like dedication and yeah. drive that kind of got us so i guess I agree with that. Yeah. joe i guess just take me through um what your process is of just trying to achieve getting better like i'm sure like you had years in your life where it was just grind time yeah. so just put me i mean put us through that let's go through this first i read a book it's called it's called grit by angela duckworth that's the first one i want to open up with because that's my current read right now and she breaks down the fact that these athletically gifted kids end up, end up failing later in life because they, they don't have to work. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that speaks at all to anyone that I know that is like athletically gifted because mm-hmm. they will work. But the whole point is, is that you, you gain skill and then with that effort, you achieve success. So mm-hmm. effort 
plus something mm-hmm. will get you success, whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not. So for me, I mean, there are there were years of grind, and I'm still in those years mm-hmm. of grind because mm-hmm. I want to be an animal. But there's also years where I was a lazy piece of garbage. Yeah. And I'll admit it 100% because being 5'2", 200 pounds, walking around being the big kid, not having like that football group of friends, not having a huge group of friends is a toll mentally, mm-hmm. I'd say. But it's not like to the fact where you're like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit around. It was more the fact I'm going to get off my ass mm-hmm. and I'm going to literally become something that nobody else is. Now, I'm not a freaking winner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I want to win all the time. I've fell on my ass. I mean, like it happens every day. I'm failing at things all the time. But I like to get back up. Mm-hmm. I like to get back yeah, up and do. give it. Yeah, I love do. that. And you know what? That's the thing is Connor's one of those people that got up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've hit him a lot of times, but he's came back and hit me back. Mm-hmm. So you're looking. I mean, I face a lot of kids. The ones who don't hit back, I end up demolishing them mm-hmm. mentally. And I'm not a talker, but when I do, it's mm-hmm. very rare. And I think I put the nail in the coffin at that mm-hmm. point. So my whole thing is, is that for anyone listening, it's the fact that when you want to do something, and you find yourself like, I can't do it. You put in the effort, man. Mm-hmm. You think you're on that plank at three minutes and 36, like 36 seconds. And you're like, shit, I want four minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. How bad do I want it? Yeah. There's some kid at the end of the gym who's on JV doing this with mm-hmm. terrible form. I'm going to get up after this when I beat him. And I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. No, no, that's not me personally because I come off as a nice guy. But I get mad when I lift weights. Mm -hmm. I I don't get mad when I run because I got really good advice about running and not getting mad. Mm -hmm. But when I'm lifting weights, I really take it personally. Mm -hmm. And and that comes with that comes with consequences. Mm -hmm. But I take it personally. So Mm -hmm. I'd I'd say that for any athlete, especially, I feel like a lot of the motivation and drive comes from a deep. I I feel like it it really it can't be an external factor that really you know what I mean like. I feel like to be great, you can't be driven by ex- it's external. Come from within. It does. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing externally, at least that I can think of, is going to drive me to wake up at four a.m. in the morning, work out for two hours, and then back at seven o'clock, work out for I don't know another four hours. Right. Nothing externally is going to motivate me except for something internally within me. Yep. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot, at least speaking for my for myself personally, for what it sounds like from you guys a lot of your success and your drive comes from that pain and that willingness, you know what I mean? That, that mindset though, no matter what, no matter how hard you get hit, Mm -hmm. you're always going to get back up. And instead of kind of just like crying about it, you instead use that to feel yourself and, you know, kind of propel yourself into a bigger field. Right. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Joey, do you get paid to like give speeches to people? I yeah. don't, but I'm actually the football speech guy, and I'll never forget what I said last year. We lost the game by 26, but it was zero to 26. To who? Burnt Hills. <laughs> oh. But we were projected to lose by like 60. So I mean, I'll take that as the success. We beat Broad Alban the week before. That was the week I came back into football at my mm-hmm. school, and we were projected to have a losing season. Mm-hmm. We beat them 26 zero, mm-hmm. or like it was something up there. Yeah, in the 20s. yeah, yeah. So I mean. I basically, they gave us this lunchbox, and it was every week who who came and brought their, like, who brought their lunch and ate it mm-hmm. was our, like, motto. Mm-hmm. And that week I got the lunchbox, so you carry it until the next game, which mm-hmm. is absurd. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I was getting comments in the hall, like, some kid is going to break your neck when you play Burnt Hills. Yeah. Some kid's going to kill you. And it was, like, it didn't matter if it was guy, a girl, a teacher, or someone joking around. Mm-hmm. I took it, like, wicked. I took it personally. Mm-hmm. I'd write them on sticky notes. I'd write these negativity on sticky notes and I carry them around and I put them in this lunchbox that this mm-hmm. coach gave me. And I, the first thing I do is they want to give me a speech. I rip the lunchbox open, dent the whole thing, pull mm-hmm. out the sticky notes and I'm shoving them yeah. in people's faces. And I'm like, this is what they said yeah. about you. 
This is what yeah. they said. You think you're yeah. big right now? This is what they said yeah. about you. I was like, you're going to go out there and like act hype when you go score a touchdown? You're, you guys are on the wrong field, my mm-hmm. friend. Because I'm going to go out there, I'm going to score, and I'm not going to look at anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to say, I'm coming right back down, mm-hmm. shoving it down your throat. Yo. And I said that right in their eyes. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not taking shit yeah. anymore. Yeah. Someone said the next day after we lost, we still lost. I go, you know what? You weren't out there. Mm-hmm. I would have. If you were on the other team and I saw you, you would have been done. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times you hit me. I got thrown on my head that game. Mm-hmm. I went out. I was like out of breath. I was like, oh, man, I'm going right back in. Mm-hmm. I oh love that God, shit. Dude. Think about it. You only feel like this certain little pain in your life where you can't get back up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt it before? Do you remember what it feels like? It doesn't feel good. Yeah. But if you do it again, it's going to start to feel good. Mm-hmm. Repetition, man. Mm-hmm. Repetition. Getting your ass kicked. I was I saying that. that because the way you talk, you know, <laughs> like I work an obsessive amount. You, the way you're talking right now makes me want to neglect yeah. any soreness, pain, tightness uh, I gosh, have and go just rep some shit out. Mm-hmm. You know? Right now. Like, right now. You, need to, you need to find some way to get heard somewhere because okay. that everything you're saying right now is fucking insane. You know, yeah, it's just like, and it comes natural too. Be accept, be accepting of the knowledge that you don't get. That's my piece of advice. Wait, repeat that again. Be accepting of the knowledge you haven't got yet, and you're not gonna get, because listen, eventually you'll get it. Mm-hmm. You're not at the level that some other people are. I'm not saying you're not at yeah. my level. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that at all. I'm saying that mentor, I have two. One's like the devil. One's the angel, mm-hmm. and. The one thing I learned is the devil kind of taught me, mm-hmm. you're going to get hit. Mm-hmm. Like I was boxing in the gym for conditioning. He said, if you, if you put your hand down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a hook. Mm-hmm. Laughed at him. Put my hand down. Knocked out. <laughs> Do you think that's funny? I mean, <laughs> like blood out the mouth on the floor. Cold. That Damn. taught me you put the hand down, you get hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you put the guard down, especially with people. You get hit in the face. Now it still happens. So I haven't completely learned the lesson, but that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that knowledge before. People have been like messing with me for years, mm-hmm. calling me names and stuff. I hit the guard down. They're hitting me in the face. You put mm-hmm. the guard up, you become a good talker, you know how to communicate. You're now the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're the one who's going to project that energy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm very positive, people. I don't like to go around being like yeah. negative. But I'm telling, I have, I have a very um, aggressive state of mind. And How then the, the positive mentor, though, and I'm saying this, keeps me right back in track. He's actually a really good coach of mine. He keeps me back in line. He's basically telling you, be understanding of the empathy and listen to everybody because you're going to gather from that. Yeah. Get your yeah. basket, put everything in it, and then acknowledge it before you go to bed. So, How do you feel about shit talking? Like, I love like, it. <laughs> I've never heard you talk shit. You're always the loudest guy on the field, but I never hear you say anything. I love it. I actually have a very strong love for it because people call me things that I really like, like you're an asshole. And I'm like, I am an asshole today. Yeah, I'm you an are. awesome you asshole. Because an I'm going to hit you again, and then I wonder what name you're going to call me after that. It doesn't get much worse, buddy. And How they do don't you? know that. They don't know that it's not going to get worse, but I'm going to try and make it worse. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you take that into account, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to treat everyone like I'm a badass, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be super kind, and I'm going to be able to make sure they're okay, and I'm going to do that, and it, unless they give me a reason not to. Right. You know what I mean? Damn, so, I need to hire you, bro. Just yeah, follow seriously. me around there's, when there, I go to college. I actually, man, you don't even know. My mentor is like 10 times on me. This like gives me this knowledge and stuff. But like I'm saying, like I, I have to accept that there's someone out there my age, younger than me, that is going to be talking about all this stuff and that I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But you have to appreciate mm-hmm. it because once you learn it, there's a very small percent chance that you're going to unlearn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Let's, let's go through a scenario. 
Okay. Queensbury's playing South Glens Falls. Okay, I'm playing Connor. You're playing Connor. Yep. I drive up the left side. Yep. Probably gonna. Score I hit on that. you with a jump shot fake, and you bite on it. I'm probably gonna bite on that. I'm not gonna. Lie. I score, okay. and I just start like. Yeah, you then. you've seen it during club games. Oh, yeah. If I if there's somebody like one of our during one of our games, somebody pushed uh, one of our friends, yeah, and, and I went I, I went up and got him. Yep. I got him good. He tried to get me, but he got got pretty much. Um, and I made it my mission to just clown on this dude the whole game. I finished the game with three goals and one assist. Um, in a game that was like seven five. Yep. Right. I I pretty much took the game into my own hands. You did. Every time he messed up. You know, I was talking shit. I was like, "You're a disgrace." Mm-hmm. You know, like. Well, you told him that, or was it in your mind? One of those kids during yeah. that game. So I, I, I wanted to kill. I am. I am your best friend. I turn around and just start throwing hella shade at you. <laughs> what What are you doing? Because um, I, I imagine you're like, yeah, maybe he won't. I would know. talk a little bit. I probably would, because I, I really get into it. I really get into it. Me with too, people yeah. I know. With people I know, I get into it. With people I don't know, I laugh at them. And the simple fact is like. Let me tell you this. I'm not going to elaborate on it, but I will after. It's when ugly. Now think about what I just said. When ugly, I might slash you. I might come back and slash you. I do do that. But there's a very small percent chance you're going to come the next rep and take it it again. And if you do, then it will be harder. And it will be a lot stronger. And yeah. there will be a lot of like pain coming after tonight. You're probably going to have a great game. You're probably going to score three goals. But you're going to leave having a shit night. Mm-hmm. You're not partying with the team after. Hmm. You're yeah, icing. I don't, I don't You're drinking water. You're going to do something else. You're not having fun. Yeah. You know? But that's that's what I'm saying is that I think a good game with you is I know you're going to score and get assists and, you know, have a good game, chirp a little bit. But it's my job to just make it just that much more sucky. What if I leave. chirp What if I chirp someone else? Like it depends. sophomore year, uh, I was on attack with Paul Wright. Shout out Paul Wright. That guy's a legend. And <laughs> Eric. Um. You know, Eric uh, dated my ex from a long time ago. So just naturally, I dislike him. Yeah. Paul, I think, plays hockey with yep. him or against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul started chirping Eric after someone scored. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, let's let's get this guy. So I'm just like, Eric, you suck, bro. And I'm just like talking. Um, you know, what are you going to do if I'm chirping the I'm goalie? I'm going to let you know how I feel without letting you know how you I gonna feel. You're going to tell me to stop? <laughs> nope. No? Oh, no. you're just going to... I'm just going to I'm gonna let you know. Like, all right, that's fine. All right, I mean, I don't, I don't talk that often. And when I do, it's like, put it, like I said, putting the nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're fight, if you're fighting someone, I wouldn't log. I would, I would just like, I would, I would love. Like, I'm a dog in the cage at that point. You're making me... Like, listen, they're my boys during the game. Whether, wherever it is after, if they don't like me, then I won't cover them. But during that, during that game, I have to love everybody here, and I have to hate you, and that's how it is. Yeah. No, no offense, but I will, I, I will fight you during the game. After I'd be like Connor, dude, we're good, we're boys, and you know yeah. that. But I would fight you during the game. Like I'm, I'm being honest, and that's not anything wrong with that. It is the fact that you know I want to win. You know mm-hmm. I want to play. I want to have fun. I want to like throw. I don't want to throw hands, but I want to like go and I want to have fun. I want to go crazy, man. It, it, it's not even crazy. It's just so much fun. No, I, wa- I want to go so crazy. So emotions, so many emotions about that. And if you really like, if you can like kill people psychologically. Yeah, the field, you can kill them. I've I've done it many kill times, them, and I know you have because you're good at it. But wait, so what would you say for so Joey? What would you say like your desire to be good at lacrosse or good at athletics comes from? Is it a desire just to have fun? Like, is it because you a enjoy it? To become a better person. It's so it's it's that. a bigger picture. It's it not so. It's not about athletics. It's not about money. I love to be great at lacrosse, and I and I don't, I 
I would love a lot of money too. I would love to have of a course. great career. And I mean, you have all those I love statements, but at the end of the day, you have five goals out of mm-hmm. 20 that you write down on a piece of paper that actually matter. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know. Go home and write 20 down and circle five. Those five are the, the other 15 are keeping you away from the other five. Mm-hmm. So right now it's being big at lacrosse, but in 20 years, I'm worried about money, paying the bills, doing all that stuff, right? So mm-hmm. you have Our to take happiness. that into account. But I mean, yes, happiness. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're like one of the first people that said that after that. I appreciate yeah. that. So it is the fact that I want to be happy through working my ass off. Mm -hmm. I was squatting today and it was like, I was doing shit today. Mm -hmm. Like really bad. I went, I had 235 on a heel up squat and I'll 255 Mm -hmm. and my heels are up on the squat. So you're dominating your quads. That's why you do the heel up squats, which are wicked good for you because that's how you can stop in a dodge so yeah, i'm gonna be show careful you on the slam in the desk the mic's picking them up right you're good though keep yeah. going so basically i had like seven reps right i had seven reps i wanted to get like eight mm-hmm. but i mean uh-huh. that's seven i mean i wrote in my book the week before i wasn't even getting three mm-hmm. tell me how good that will an increase that is four reps ain't bad yeah i do really good <laughs> 275 for 11 on a regular squat i mm-hmm. go this week i got 295 for like seven yeah Does that demotivate you? Demotivate me? No. It actually makes me realize, look how much I've grown in that Mm -hmm. time. But that's just like life. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it, you have to understand that you're growing progressively, Mm -hmm. even when you don't know it. There is a girl who was in my performance um, gym class, and she was concerned that she couldn't lift as much as this other girl. Mm -hmm. And what I told her is, you're measuring success within comparison. You're not measuring your success within your own journey. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you focused on your journey, you have life. Mm-hmm. You're given an open door to do whatever you want. Wait, yeah. so hold on. S- say that again, because I think I need to hear that. Say that again. So, if you're comparing yourself to someone else's success, mm-hmm. then you've completely decimated the land of how much you can like build on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing a... What, what like event do you do for swimming? Uh, 100 breaststroke. Okay, so you're doing 100 breaststroke. Mm-hmm. And someone else is doing it two seconds faster. Mm-hmm. It's not your f- it, it. Well, it is your fault. You haven't got there yet. Yeah. But it, it, there's also the point that they did, did a little bit more than you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go and do everything they did? Or are you going to try and do the best for you? And doing the best for you is like, all right, maybe I want two seconds. Maybe I want three. But you can't compare to where they are with with you are because that's not the same amount of training. Mm-hmm. So think about it like this. If someone can squat 315, I squat 255. Mm-hmm. Would I squat just to get to 315? No, I'd squat so I can get the biggest squat I can. Yeah. Because if I squatted to get to there, they're going to be so much far ahead of me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how far ahead of you are of someone. Mm-hmm. It, the measure of success is how much that you want to grow. Mm-hmm. And that is it, pretty much. I have a ton of tips. A ton, millions of things I've picked up. But, I mean, it's the matter of effort. And it's the matter of empathy, too. Well, it sounds like, for me, that for you it's a constant game of being open and accepting yes. like you said to new pieces of advice and constant it sounds like just from this brief conversation like well i've known you for an hour now yeah, yeah. It, like it's like it's it's pretty apparent that at least from just these conversations that you're very very open and i want to say this not only for you but as like a broad statement for a lot of people i guess that are successful is it's a a willingness to learn more. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I like, and, and at a certain point, I feel like I wrote this down. A, it's it's contradicting, but it's a willingness to be 
open to learning new things, but at the same time, there's like a stubbornness to being successful. I'm extremely stubborn, right? In a bad way, right? I mean, I get, I'm yes, you are. Anyone. I'll fight with anyone. Yes, you are. Something. You are and very stubborn. It's so weird because, like, I it's. I mean, I'm the same exact way. Like, it's. I'm always open to learning something. You know, no matter if you're like five years old. 100 years old i'm always willing to take in new advice because you know it's that's just part of life everybody has their own journey but at the same time all my friends expected like seamus snow we had him on the podcast once yeah. um he told me that it's like i'm like one of the most stubborn people he's ever yeah, met i think i actually remember that yeah, yeah yeah it's it's um you also have great guests by the way i love each and every i know thanks to a degree. they are you know very what? they're very nice actually the plan is to make uh three podcasts this week so today thursday and sunday I believe are the days we're going to upload Firebox um, Marathon. So we have you, yeah, and we're trying to get Joe Slats on. JJ, oh, okay, yeah. I, and I then, mean, him play football when you're younger. Yeah, yeah. He's a good kid. Um, okay. I want to okay. switch up the topics though. If you haven't already gotten it, Joey is a psychopath in every good way possible. This man knows everything. Like I've said, Queensberry is having a hard time understanding that the kids want to play some fucking hockey Let us and play. basketball. Let us play. Let the boys play. Aiden, you got to swim. Mm-hmm. Swimming is a winter sport, technically, but you got to do it because yeah. it's a low risk. Moderate. Moderate, Moderate risk. risk. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, There's supposed to be a meeting at 6 o'clock tonight I about think it's the done. thing. But for some reason, I ha- I think it's done because I've seen Devin, Salone, and, and T-Vogues, T-Vogues post on their Instagram Um that they're not playing anymore. They're not playing. I think because somebody and that really concerns me. Somebody I was in an Xbox Live party before this. They said that they like did like a workshop or it's a workshop. No idea what that means, but apparently that just means that it's a done deal. And high risk winter sports are not going to happen. It's which... unfortunate because every other school in the area, like we are, we are essentially the Ivy League, right? So for for college lacrosse, every conference in the country is playing, but the Ivy League is not playing. You know, Queen. This actually works perfectly. I would assume that people think Queensberry like the kids are stuck up. You know, yeah, I would agree with like that. Like everybody I'm thinks the group of girls in our school are like cults, like yeah. this. We are seen as the preppy bastards that are idiots. I'm sorry. I mean, it's true. Every other school around us is like the normal people, and we're just the crazy people. That's exactly how the Ivy League is. The stuck-up people that, you know, can't figure it out. And that's exactly where we are. First word problems. I mean, we can... I I mean, a lot of people respect you, too. But, I mean, it's less respect than you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like we're like the Beverly Hills. Okay. I feel like we're like the rich... Well, not well. I mean, not to that extent, but I feel like in terms of like the foothills. Yeah. Successful you are. It's easy to pick. I feel like we're like preppy compared to other schools. Yeah. Pick on successful people. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy Fitzgerald, who is one of my childhood friends, um, made a statement on the news saying that he would wear three masks, um, just to play hockey one more time. They lost the end of their season last year. Our hockey team is absolutely insane. Last year was going to states. Maybe could have won it. Um, I think we touched on that with T-Vogues, but yeah. I just want, you know, I've never gone to a hockey game uh, in high school. I would really like to see one. I probably can't go, you know, maybe a live stream or something. I just want to watch the boys play. Yeah, We're not seeing a, a lot of competition in the high school level right now. And I, I just, you know, I really want to see something other than lacrosse and football going on right now, I mm-hmm. guess. I um I see, 
I don't know. I'm very. I don't want to say I'm divided on that, but I I feel like I understand both points of the argument. Yeah. I think I'm on the side more of I want to let the kids play. You know what I mean? Because I know. I mean, I, my my swimming season was nothing like it ever used to be. You know, what I, like even even though I got to swim, it's just it's just not the same. Yeah. But the fact that if I had that stripped of me, like even though it wasn't the same, I mean, it was nice just to have it. If I had that stripped of me. You know, I've been in the program for five years now. I started out as an eighth grader to work my way all the way up to that, you know, achieving like I want to go to states. I want to be sectional champion and everything like that to have that stripped away with me without even any chance, you know, without having any say over that. I know that absolute tear me apart. And that's why I'm kind of like more on the side of like the, the let us play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also see the same perspective of the people that are erring on the side of caution for covid yeah you it's, know? it's hard to ignore that you know yeah, yeah. we are we are in a pandemic there is a lot of things that are wrong um yeah and we can't but, ignore that it's it's important to look at the you know but everybody's figured it out everybody's figured it yeah, out I in believe some there is fashion or another you know if somebody on the team gets covid then we take action from there but i don't think it's fair to not give it a chance yeah i agree especially i'm I think they had like procedures and guidelines, especially for if they were to let it happen. And I'm pretty sure somewhere in there it said how athletes would get tested or something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, like every week or before every game. So I, I'd like to give a shout out to the one person on the panel who uh, is really dumb. So let me explain. So one of the people on the panel weaver? for the school made um, – guidelines was a part of the group of people that made the guidelines that you have to meet this this and this if you want to play your winter sports we met the requirements and they and they voted no in the first vote you know now imagine they make the requirements we meet them and they vote yes the vote is now five to four in favor of us playing sports none of this would have happened we wouldn't have the the riot at our school, we'll call it a riot, the protest. It was dope. We wouldn't have... I handed out hot chocolate, by the way. We wouldn't have the Ice Cube podcast making the, the viral video of the, the people at the protest. That was like the like, Joe Slats viral Instagram photo. Everybody saw yeah. that. That was powerful. Powerful. Like, I don't know whose post I like. I think like that was like that. symbolic of like MLK almost. Yeah. Like I felt like that he was kind of looks like MLK. For real. I don't know. There's not much we can do at this point. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't affect me directly, but, you know, it could go into other... It could go into spring sports. I don't want to see it do that. That would suck. That would suck, that would suck a lot. <laughs> I, I don't even... Aiden, um, I'm going to do a sick brag here. Can you take us to this first topic I wrote down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if... I'm, actually, I, I have no idea because I'm not familiar with TikTok. But so if you, you don't know already, it? you want me to explain it? Sh- well, let's just let's just drop the bomb. Connor got a milli views on his first ever TikTok. One million, One million views. views. Check this out. So when I turned 18, my mom was like, you got to get a job. So I started doing DoorDash. I got enough money with that plus my birthday money to start streaming on Twitch. Word. So I stream Minecraft because I've been playing it since 2012. And that's that's the game I love, you know. People, people on Twitch are good at their job because they're either entertaining or good at the game. I would say I'm both. My Ooh. ex-girlfriend um, makes fun of me a lot. She actually thought it was really embarrassing that I uh, play the game. Whatever. That's why we're not together. Oh. Whatever. Oh. And, then she, and then she made fun of me. 
uh, after I blocked her because I played Minecraft. But we'll, we'll move on for that. Yeah. So I want to grow on Twitch. TikTok is a great way to blow up. You swipe. The videos are between like 1 and 60 seconds. You're constantly scrolling and seeing new things. I go on the the VOD or like the video of the live stream. Mm-hmm. I get a nice clip of me killing the Ender Dragon and doing a cool challenge. I make the dopest video. I got Whoopty by CJ on there. Hype. And it's it's the dopest <laughs> video ever. It is. So dope. I post this like at 11.30 because I was working on it for so long. It gets 2,000 okay. views in about an hour. And I'm like, oh my God, we hit the algorithm. <laughs> um, I went on Xbox and played uh, games with Josh Fawn and for about an hour, I checked my phone, 80,000 views. <sighs> so that was at like That's three nuts. in the morning. That is crazy. I wake up four hours later. I could not sleep. I'm like, holy crap, 80,000 views is insane. I wake up, 250,000 views. Okay. I go to the gym. I leave the gym, Dave, my TikTok has 500,000 views. What is going on? And everybody's like, dude, how is this happening? As this podcast is being recorded, I now have 135,000 likes, um, almost 1.1 million views, and 1,400 followers on TikTok just from that one video. Yo, can you shout out the Firebox podcast on that? Like, oh, yeah. I have the Firebox on my Twitch. Okay. Um, so I'm streaming later and people hey, everybody that. check that out by the way yeah everybody my twitch yeah your twitch yeah my name is CJ white isn't there like two E's yeah two E's and the white but uh, I'll be streaming so you know just stop by I do it every day pretty much um, but a sick brag from me that was cool I'm chasing a dream here please go check out that TikTok it's actually really cool yes yeah, sir I'll post it on my snap maybe I don't know Um, let's see Joey, yeah. you read books. Yeah. Um, you, you've <laughs> talked a lot about uh, psychology okay. and how you think about things and how you're a part of these groups and you train people. Okay. Um, I try to train people. I don't know, dude. Talk to us about psychology. Dive deep on something I else. Mean, I mean, like, we could just all go around and talk about things that you guys are, like, want to talk about. I mean, I would okay. say something about how you guys can't play sports, and it's simply the fact that I know you guys are banding together, but you, there is more okay. to this. You know yeah. that. There is more to, like, everything in this right. situation. And what by that I mean is there are other opportunities to change minds, mm-hmm. and that's just how you get there. Yeah. Don't give up. Anyone at Queensberry, I respect you all because you also take shit a lot more than I probably do as a student going to Southlands Falls, but... Queensbury kids get Southlands Falls kids hella. I mean, at you least do. in our school, I'm in. Like, you do. We have yeah, but um. That's okay though. Um, Joe, I guess so. Kind of diving into the topic of like psychology or whatever. Okay. What's something that? What's some tips that you can give to the listener right now if they're about to go for a max bench PR, if they're about to run a forty yard dash, okay. if I'm about to hop into the pool. What is something that you would do for yourself that kind of psychs you up or gets you in that mindset to compete at the highest level? Okay. Or that you've learned I mean, at, re- at least. Right. A lot of people pick my brain about this because I always give a different answer. Stretch is big. And mm. people don't take it really stretching. If you get up every morning and you stretch, you're going to be a freaking insane human being. Because like, none of the population <laughs> stretches yeah. in the morning. You get up When you get up in the morning and you got a 4 a.m. lift, 
What's the first thing you do? You lay on your phone for 10 minutes. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. You, we all know we do it. Sometimes, We yeah. all know we do it. Well, here's my little tip. And it, it's not mine. Goldcast po- uh, posted this about a week ago. Um, you get up, and you can either tape some goals on your ceiling, which I've done. It's kind of weird. It's, it's weird to have stuff on I your ceiling. I did that. Right, which is a good idea. I put up a, a time goal on like all the, the important places in my house yeah. to achieve it. So I'll use you as, you as an example. Yeah. you got a race. Yeah. You got you get up at five. You're gonna do like a pre morning stretch yoga session. Now mm-hmm. you get up and you stay on your phone for ten minutes, right? Uh-huh. You're ready to go. But you're not ready to go. You stay on your phone mm-hmm. for ten minutes. So when you get up that morning, you wake up, you open your eyes, and you count to five. And you get up on five. Because the other guy who's gonna race you today probably is already up. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, he's I've not done that before. Maybe he's not up. But you count to five. That five seconds of you like being calm. That goes away after the five mm-hmm. seconds. You get up and you're in work mode. Now, that doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you count to five and you continuously do it day after day and you make sure you're standing up by five seconds, that is a first step of success because you're starting yourself on a good day. Mm-hmm. Then the next morning, you wake up in five seconds. You get up, you stand up. In 10 seconds, you rearrange your room to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. You shut off all the lights. You turn off your fan, which I sleep with two fans on in the winter just because that's how I am. I would too, but my mom doesn't like Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm saying, but then you, you add on. Like, I've been making breakfast for myself every day since the start of the year because I was really mad that my diet was shit. So mm-hmm. you can cook? I can. I just make scrambled eggs, yogurt, parfait, you know, blueberries, strawberries. I'm on, I'm on that sandwich. The only yeah. thing I can make is peanut butter and jelly, but, you know, it's pretty good. So. Hey, bet. Get yeah. some scrambled eggs in there, dude. Yeah. Dude, I Almonds, superfood, that's food. my recommendation. Ooh. Eat all Wait, what are your th- What are your thoughts on coconut water? I've never, I don't Dude, even, I haven't even had a my God. coconut water. So my, please elaborate on my, that. My, like my key to success okay. that I attribute a lot of my swimming towards coconut water. Yes. I bring it to practices with me pretty much. Uh, how do I say this? It has like potassium, sodium, okay. everything like that. The electrolytes mm-hmm. just to keep you hydrated. I'm not sure if you believe in it or oh, yeah, maybe no, not well, believe in it. it. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm kind of very far back in modern what about what do you think about hydration do you, uh, hydration is important very eight, eight i think it's very water important at the minimum a day yeah i i i totally and that's that's one of my like that was one of my keys is just like constantly staying hydrated constantly yeah. keeping the body functioning at a high level that's impressive and um i don't know any i guess that's my it's kind of it's kind of weird but that's why i like so it so i learned something today and it is try coconut water during the yeah. give it a so shot especially give it a shot especially in the summer while you're losing a lot of nutrients yeah, through like sweat yep. yeah. i i mean yeah one last thing okay. joey go deep inside your mind okay think about a time where you've done something so psychotic like you have a very okay, strong work ethic. Just a time where you were a complete fucking psychopath. Yeah. Let's hear it, man. I ran ten miles for fun. Because I was wrong. You were wrong? I was I was wrong. So About I what? so I I honestly I honestly just was a terrible human being for a day. And I and I took away all my responsibilities, which if anyone knows me, I'm a four student and I do all my work when I get it. It doesn't matter if it's a project. I'll do it when I get it because I have a very OCD mindset. So I was wrong for a day. I did everything wrong. I fought with everyone. I was literally mean to probably my... I was really mean to my parents, my girlfriend, my family, and it was very uncharacter-like of me. So I got up, 
And I, like my parents were like, you know what? You just don't have it like you used to. You know what I mean? Like you don't have oh, it. They you said that to you? Yeah, they're like, you don't have oh, it. Fuck. Like you are supposed to have it. Like you know what I mean? Your mindset isn't right. You don't wake up and you want to work out anymore. You don't want to improve yourself. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. And I, I was mad. I went and sat in my room. And I thought that helped. Mm-hmm. Man, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. I got up. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Got my bag, put it on, and I start running. You run with a bag on? I ran with a bag on. 40 like pounds, and I had two weights in it. And I had drinks. I didn't bring a drink. But here's the why I ran 10 miles. This is the part of the story where people don't understand. I got lost <laughs> running because I was thinking. I was at Moreau State Park. I was running. I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Everybody wants to treat me. And then I started getting tired. And then around three miles, I'm like, everybody's to me. I don't get it. I'm mm-hmm. lost. I'm mm-hmm. lost in the middle of this woods. Like, yeah. You know, I'm going on random trails and everything. I'm tired. I stop at four miles. Like, I'm, I'm standing there. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And I sat there and I, like, kind of was at the top of this, like, peak. And I was looking out. And, like, it like kind of occurred to me there because I've been, t- I, like, I, I take, like, flowers and, like, little inspiration for my life. And if I see them, it's a sign that something's going on. Yeah. I do believe in that. Me too. I looked out and I was like, you have to accept that there's going to be times where you feel really right, but you're wrong. And you do need to apologize to the people you like, even though it's not going to feel good. You do need to go and you need to go be a man and you need to go like, take all your strength and you need to go sit on the table, say, this is what I'm wrong about and go be a man. Sit in front of, I'll sit in front of my parents now and I'll tell them I'm wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, this was wrong. This is what I feel like is important. I'll negotiate. And I don't negotiate with my parents, but I'm saying I will go and I will face things like a man. And it occurred to me that day Mm -hmm. because I had to get home. I had to tell everyone I'm sorry. I didn't bring my phone. I didn't bring a drink. Mm-hmm. I had bags of weight on it. And I didn't figure out my way home. So I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, I got to keep running. Well, now I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have water. I'm in the middle of the woods. I'm like, I am lost right now. So I get out and I get to this road. And like, I, I know it. But I am wicked far away mm-hmm. from my house. Like, absurd length away. So I'm running back and I'm on this long road. And it's five miles long. I'm tired. I'm, pa- I'm like near passing out. I'm going... I'm going and like I'm about to fall and like then I like all hit me there like you put yourself here because you couldn't like respect the fact Mm -hmm. you're living and being wrong and that you can't talk about things because you're too scared to Mm -hmm. you're a scared little boy you the the kid who works hard all the time is a scared little boy and then I was like fuck it Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like a man got up ran the whole way home fast as I've ever ran in my life Faster than a four four, mm-hmm. I am making ass for four miles all the way around this windy road, uphill, mm-hmm. downhill, didn't matter what. I was sprinting, sprinting. Mm-hmm. I got home, put all my stuff down. My mom's pissed at me. I'm like, listen, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Here's why I'm wrong. I'm going to own up to it right now. You're not going to be happy. I'm wrong. I jump in the shower, call my girlfriend. I'm like, you know, I was wrong about that. I do admit it because I'm having a shitty day and that doesn't make an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. I owned up. I was a man about it. I went and I faced all the problems. I had a problem with my friends. I was like, listen, bro, you're wrong. That's how I feel. But I can, be, I can accept the fact that I was wrong for saying this to you. Mm-hmm. Done. I'll, me, I'll meet you like a man and I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. I'll drive to your house right now. Tell everyone in the whole house I was wrong for it. I'm going to be a man about it. Mm-hmm. Resonates is one of the biggest lessons I ever had because if you deal everything like you're a man. All right, man. We got to get this guy on the podcast more. That was fucking This guy awesome, single-handedly dude. changing my life. Because I'm in like, I'm not going to say I'm in a dark spot right now, but. 
Aiden and I were lonely on Valentine's Day, that's for sure. Is that, is that where in Dark Spot? No. Okay. You don't have to elaborate on it, but I'm sure I could. There's more. There's more Dude, Joey's, to the story. Joey's going to hook you up, bro. This guy. No. This guy should be the, the captain of a sports team he's not on. Like, that's, <laughs> like this guy is fucking incredible. That's going to be it for today. Aiden, do you have anything else you want to say? Nah, but we need to get Joey as, like, the designated motivational speaker for each podcast, bro. Literally. Just all call in once a podcast. Please. Joey, Just kidding. <laughs> this might have been the most enlightening episode with an extremely wholesome story at the end. With Amen. A sick, with a sick brag, of course. Of course. Um, but thank you a no, thousand thank you times. Guys. Thank I appreciate you, it. All the guests who were on here before, you guys made my day really good, too. You guys did, too, of course. I was super excited to meet you. So thank you, guys. Appreciate of course. it. Joey also got Aiden and I candy. This guy is awesome. This we'll guy is the guys, best. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Man. That was fun. That was sick, man. Yeah. So Joey, what, what, what's the issue?